Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 201. 201 is the area code for Jersey City, New Jersey. I am Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cameron. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing great. Wonderful. I'm having a great time. Glad to hear it. Pre-Thanksgiving episode. Three of the boys are in the Berkshires, but I just got back, so we are not together. Uh, so pretty standard fare. Uh, winners and losers. Um, Cam, you'll be happy to know you're gaining a point this week. Gaining a point back on Dill. He's uh. now a three-point lead for Cam once again, 15th point of the year. Uh, bet you started wish. Start, bet you bet you wish you watched a little more of those movies, huh, Cam? No, feel great. Deion Sanders, head coach. That's the winning take. I'll do it. Uh, Which is ridiculous. Um, was that close? I, I like how you didn't. Se- I like how you didn't sell my take. Oh, I didn't even sell. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't sell your take. I did the same thing for when we all at we all said who was going to be the next quarterback. I bought it down to that. I just let it go. I just let it ride. Typo or not, I took my chances. Oh, what did I misspell? Shadur? No, you said made made twice in a row or something. Oh, I did. Wow. Yep, that's Illiterate. how much effort I put in. <laughs> Looks like our fans are stupid. <laughs> they can't read either. Um, all right, any other winners? I mean, I think, I think Cam might have bots after that performance. I mean, he put after up big numbers. I just, I just won. I got less than half the vote, and I just won a poll. It's kind of funny won. how um, Dylan was distracted because he uh, murdered a deer today with his car. Uh, and he didn't get a lot of votes. He's dealing with that all afternoon. Honestly, the, the car might have more damage than the deer. <laughs> uh, loser deer. It's dead now, probably. Loser, loser my deer. car. Is that deer still kicking, or is it dead now? Do we think? Yeah. It's probably, it's probably still alive. I'm not going to lie. The deer, um, winner the deer me. won. Winner me. Bengals are win. not making the playoffs. The who? Very true. The Bengals. Bengals are out. Bengals are finished. Oh. Um, Wait, that was probably last week. Uh, you mentioned it last week, but we didn't it confirm was, it until this week is when Burrow Because as the game was going on, we didn't know if Burrow was going to come back into the game or not on Thursday night. Um, oh, I got a winner. Dylan. Dylan thinks that there's okay. mediocre quarterback play in the NFL. There's mediocre. The NFL is mediocre. So does Tom Brady. Same page. I'll add on to that because the leader in the MVP odds right now is, is uh, Jalen Hurts. He has 15 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and 20. But how many rushing? Um, how many QB sneaks? Is Did that you see the video with? I sent today? He had a touchdown last game that was not a sneak. <laughs> I saw a great video yeah, on Twitter. That I sent to you guys because he tied Cam Newton for the most touchdown rushing yeah. touchdowns in his first four years, and it's a highlight reel, and it's Cam Newton jumping over dudes and going for sixty yard runs, stiff arming dudes, and then every single Hurts highlight is the touch push. <laughs> Hurts is a fraud. Um, I, I like Hurts. No, he's not. He's not as good as he should be for somebody on a team like that. Um, they're <laughs> absolutely stacked. It's insane. He's maybe the 14th best player on, on both sides of the ball. Um, He's the reason that they, they don't 
win as much. Did you uh, see that? Do you see the video? I sent the guys. They don't win as much. They don't win by as much. Sorry. Jalen Carter almost picked a spike. Yeah, that was great. Everyone on that team is unbelievable. There's highlights. Jason Kelsey's the best player on that team. Jalen Hurts isn't nobody without all those guys. Um, second, but the reason I brought this up was because we were in winners and losers. Um, I'm going to think that Justin Fields is going to have better numbers than Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's quite there, but he had a great um, outing coming back last week. He's definitely looking better, and that's just something to keep an eye on. All right, Just keep an eye on that. Uh, didn't you have the – no, Tucker had the Jalen Hurts fraud. One of, who had the Jalen Hurts stinks take? Jalen Hurts is mad. It sounds on brand for me. It was Cam. You said someone was mid, Tucker. Oh, Tucker might have had that at the beginning of the year. Um, I got a loser for us. Now, I know we talked about last week we were starting to bail a little bit. From our 0 and 4 ways to takes parlay, we were starting to get back in. We were three and one last week, and we said something's going to break. Next week's the week. Turns out, it went the opposite way. We went 0 and 4 again for the second time this year. So we are better at missing all our bets than hitting our bets. Um, 0 and 4. Nobody was correct. The what was this week 11? We're now one and ten. I will say if we put if we put the bet in. Uh... Right before the game started on or on Saturday, mine would have hit. But that that's not how it works in betting. I yeah, I mean I I didn't get it in until the day before. So I mean the day of the games. Overall, waste takes parlay is one in ten. We have now double digit losses. Tucker's four and seven. I'm six and five. Cam is six, three, and two, and Dylan is five and six. So Tucker is the uh, it's the Faye Tucker movement's back all the way back. No, no, I didn't want to be here. <laughs> we, got a, we got a special parlay coming up this week in honor of a very special uh moment for the Waste It Takes podcast. Uh, this is a big week for us, I think, as a group. Um, all right, Waste It Takes. I have a Waste It Take that is uh relevant to what we just talked about, really. Um, in terms of the quarterback kind of being. Uh, not very good anymore. Um, and the MVP mum- numbers for Jalen Hurts, who's you know they're they're pretty sad MVP numbers. Um, I I was thinking about this today. I don't know if it's a talent. I don't think it's a talent problem, right? Because these dudes are coached more than ever. Um, they're coached from a young age all the way up. They get better coaching, more coaching. They're able to look at things a lot closer with the advent of technology. Um, and what we know now about, you know, uh, like working out and stuff as, as compared to 30 years ago. Um, so I don't think it's a talent thing, but it's everything around the quarterbacks, I think, is worse. I think the lines are all worse. I, I think that you can see that the only really good teams in the NFL have solid lines. Like everyone else doesn't and if you're like a team like the Bengals like you're kind of relying on your on your uh your quarterback and his massive weapons but if your quarterback goes down you're done you're screwed um I think I think that's the big part of it but I think there's going to be rule changes coming up because I think they the NFL is terrified of quarterbacks you know not performing and these big quarterbacks being drafted and then kind of not panning out and like right now we talk about this all the time there's only really like 
maybe five, six elite guys in the league. Like guys, you if you were having a conversation, like who would you want to start your franchise with? Like you're you get to pick a quarterback to start your franchise with. There's not that many to pick from. Um, you're probably going Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Allen, maybe. Um, Justin Fields. No, I mean if you're crazy, yeah, but um, that's like it. Jalen Hurts. That's I mean maybe Jalen Hurts. I don't know if you pay. I don't know if I'd pick him if I had my cho- I would choice. Him of, in a heartbeat, you guys are crazy. If I had my choice of any quarterback in the NFL, he's far down my list. Um, but I think it's gonna be rule changes. I think it's gonna be drastic. I think this isn't gonna happen right away, but I see the future. I think in. Let's go within. You gotta stay wasted here. So let's go within fifteen years. So this is a, this take will never be solved, but I want to give it anyway. Years. Say in fifth by by in fifteen years time, quarterbacks in the NFL will be wearing flags. You will not be allowed to hit quarterbacks anymore in the NFL. They will have flags on. If you get to him, take the flag off. That's a sack. Um, now I know it sounds crazy, but if you think about it. They already do it for punters and kickers. You're not allowed to touch them. If you touch the punter or the kicker, it's a penalty. So we're already close to that. Now, obviously, you can't have a rule where you can't touch the quarterback. But they're going to have a rule where you sack him by taking a flag. No tackling him. Because the NFL, like I said, the numbers are down for quarterbacks. There's only a couple good quarterbacks. And people are getting hurt every year. Burroughs get Burroughs hurt now. Uh, we've seen every year like major quarterbacks go down. Now, I love it. I think it's part of the game. You have to be ready to go with your next guy if your quarterback goes down. But I think the NFL is going to hate it. I think it will only last for like a season or two because it will destroy the sport. I actually don't know if I'd want to watch football anymore if they did that. But um, that's the take. Within 15 years, quarterbacks will wear flags and they will be subject to the rules of flag football. It's wasted. I hate it. I hate it too. I just, I'm just telling you the future. Uh, and I disagree. I just, I think NFL commissioners know, like, at the end of the day, they're like, look, we're here to put asses in seats. And that won't, that'll have a negative effect with guys like you who are diehard. I love football. Football is the best type of guys are like, I'm not watching football anymore if this happens. Then it's not going to happen. There's just no way that they're going to alienate that large of their families. I just don't see a world where it happens. Probably not, but maybe it will. Unless maybe flag football takes off after the Olympics. Maybe. There you go. There's another thing to add to the pile. Um, Dill? Um, I don't think that this will happen. Um, like Tuck said, it's, it, you're changing the rules too much. Um. I don't know what they should implement. Um, uh, I'm thinking your issue is with basically the lines not being good. That's why quarterbacks are getting hurt. Or yeah, the line. The that's why they're getting hurt, and that's why they're not able to play as well. So then I think they would change some sort of rule if they really needed to regarding the lines. Like, I don't know what it would be, but something. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think they would 
result result to something like that than uh, than making it flag football for the quarterback. If that was the real issue, like if all of a sudden you're seeing like a thirty percent drop in I don't know weight of these people and and like agility, and it's just like this is the lines are just so uncontrollably bad, bad that it's making the game so bad that's making people get hurt and. It's just then I think they would address that issue before they would address a, a quarterback that rule change. So I'm going to disagree. I also think part of it is rushing quarterbacks. Uh, just to add, rushing quarterbacks into the league, I think, is why they stink so bad. Uh, Cam, flags. I I missed the take here. So what exactly are you saying is is going to be taken out? No, they're going to add flags to the quarterback where no longer you can hit the quarterback and sack him. Unless I, I'm going to say, unless he passes the line of scrimmage, then he's a runner, then he's free game. If no more sacks. No more sacks, flags on the quarterback, flag football. That's how you get sacks. Well, that would eliminate a whole position group from even trying. I just don't think it's, it's logical. I don't think it makes sense. And obviously, I hate it. How does it eliminate you from trying? Because you have, you can only just tap the quarterback. Yeah, you can grab his flag. Easy. You can do that. Is without, it easy? I mean, somebody gets to the quarterback every single time doesn't mean he gets sacked. I, I'm just. I'm. Is it easy? That's all. That's I'm why pressures. Okay, so that's why pressures is a, is a stat now. Yeah. And Max Crosby has 68. So that's a lot of sacks. Yeah, but he's he might be pressuring him because he's bearing down on him with a guy between him and. Him and the quarterback, and he reaches around and grabs the quarterback. <laughs> Yo, but keep going. <laughs> but if, down, the guy in between them reaching around. Yeah, three of them, three three times for Max Crosby. I thought it was the other guy. But if team. he, but if he, if he has a flag and you can't just run at him and hit him, you have to reach around and grab his ass. <laughs> you do, baby. You can come right up the tight end. I'm too. saying that would be hard. It might be harder. It might be hard when you reach her out. All right. <laughs> All right. Nice. I like that one. I'm moving now. I like the take. I like where it's going. I like the direction that the take went. Um, it went. It did not go straight, that's for sure. It's all right. We're an open-minded pod. All right. Who's got a take? Um, yeah, one. Uh, or Tucker, you can go. No, nah, you go first. Okay. Mine's pretty bleak. Um, don't expect to win a point on this one, but I think it's interesting. I like to compare historical events. Um, I like to see teams' needs be met, and I I did some research for this one. So back when the Rams were doing their thing and just going all in, right? They had uh, some injuries at receiver. They had uh, Cooper Cup, and then they had Robert Woods. They had Van Jefferson, and uh, those guys are constantly kind of banged up. And they and they really they went out and they got free agent and Odell Beckham Jr., who was a little bit of a question mark, a stud nonetheless. As it turned out, um, that year he did a lot for them, but a little bit of a question mark. And you know when they needed a little bit of a, a wide receiver number two or even a number one when Cup couldn't handle the the bulk. We are seeing a wide receiver travesty 
in in Kansas City right now. Um, even Travis Kelsey doesn't look the same. It's not the same Chiefs team. Mahomes is the same guy. Uh, he was making throws unbelievable. But I've never seen in my life um, a group drop so many passes. Granted, it's, you know it's raining, but that is that's that's no excuse for where where the ball was placed on these guys. So it's it's time to make a move for them, I believe. Um, Tony's not going to do it. He's a special teams guy. You need him to do an end around in special teams. Rashi Rice has a future there. He's gonna be he's gonna be okay. Kelsey's obviously the guy. Um, as for Sky Moore, as for Justin Justin Watson, um, as for Marquez Valdez Scantling, and even as for McCall Harding Hardman, who got a little bit banged up last night, those guys are gonna be the reason that you don't uh, win the Super Bowl this year. So they got to go out and they got to make. I looked through the free agent list here, and there's a guy that actually piques my interest. I saw Sammy Watkins. Um, that's kind of like the homebody story, but he's not going to make a difference. It's, it's the same thing as just re-signing McCall Hartman. Uh, there's a guy on the list that was interesting to me, and it, that's why it made me think of the Odell comparisons because these guys played both at LSU. They both played on the Browns. Um, wow. And in his heyday, this guy was a, a, a playmaker. Um, and, and even, you know, on the Browns, Juice Landry was, uh, he was a, a formidable receiver, but also a forgettable receiver. So both those guys, um, Odell got away from the Browns, went to the Rams, won a Super Bowl, of course. Jarvis Landry, kind of in the same position, dropped from the Browns, now a free agent. I think he's a guy that could go into Kansas City and be and be a uh, a lightning bolt for them. I think he could be a spark plug and just a guy that's got sure hands and a guy that you know. Granted, he's been he's been keeping up with the training. I think he wants another shot, deserves another shot in the league. Um, was never a bad guy. He's not on Odell's level, but I think Juice Landry goes down to Kansas City, gets picked up, and uh, kind of helps them out a little bit in the wide receiver position. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's. I don't think any move would hurt, right? Like they clearly have some issues. Um, it's it's funny because I mean, not to be a broken record, but relating kind of things back to Brady because that's kind of where Mahomes is, like on a platform with like Brady. It's like, how is he going to be compared to Brady throughout his career? Uh, Brady two times I think had just terrible uh, weapons groups, like nobody. Oh uh, six. Um, they had like Reese Caldwell and, uh, they let, they had let Dion Branch walk. This was a year before they brought Moss in. They had nobody. Like they had, Troy Brown. no, Troy Brown was gone at that point. Oh no, maybe he was still there, but he wasn't like, he was he old. Was he was old and he wasn't really, Gaffney was the other name. Yeah. Gaffney. Um, that's ben just not, um, yeah, Ben was there, but again, like that's not. He was he was young. He's probably his best target, Ben Watson, that year. Like the the wide receivers were not, despite how good Troy Brown was in the early two thousands, he was not the same guy in 06. I think 07 was his last year, wasn't it? And I don't know how much he saw the field in 07 at all. Um and then in 13, it was Ken Brell Tompkins, Aaron Dobson, Austin Collie had a cup of coffee here. Um just nobody. And and uh Gronk got hurt that year. Um so 
I think that was post Hernandez murder. Um, Edelman still figuring it out, kind of coming into the Welker role. That was the year that Welker had left. Um, so, and and I think it pissed Brady off. And I think um, that's something they have to be careful about uh, with with Mahomes. Is like, do you want it to end up like it ended up here with Brady getting pissed about a lack of weapons? And for kind of years on end, never really going out and bringing in a superstar talent. Um, or is you, or is Mahomes going to be fine trying to make, you know, um, uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit? Like, so I think that's going to be a driving factor. It, I think it depends on how pissed Mahomes is right now, today. Uh, if, he go, if he goes into the facility and says, listen, I need help. Like these dudes cannot catch. I put that ball right in MVS's hands. Even the fourth and twenty-five, put that right in that Watson kid's hand or whatever that guy's name is. Uh, nobody can catch the ball. I have to throw to Travis or nobody else. I do like the Rice kid, but like that's it. Um, I don't like him. You don't like him? <laughs> I got no beef with the Rice kid. <laughs> um, but there you go. I I I think that it depends on Mahomes. I think they probably don't do it. Um, just because he, he's who's been, the guy that's gonna come? Jarvis Landry. Who's, Landry. Who's the guy, Jarvis Landry. I think Landry's been. When's the last time he did he did he play last year? Yeah, he was on the Saints. He was on the Saints, but I think he's kind of hit the end of his road. I I think that they make a priority wide receiver in the off season. I think they try to go out and sign the best wide receiver they can for the amount of cap space they have, or maybe take one high. You know, early in the second, try to trade up and grab one in the second, or maybe they take one at the latter half of the uh, the first with all the quarterbacks that are been going early. Wide receiver might slide a little bit, so um, I don't think they do it. I think that he is he is too cashed for them to bring in. But I like the idea, Dill. Um, yeah, Cam, I like where you're headed um, with this take. You know, bringing in a guy. I just don't think the Chiefs. If the Chiefs wanted to do something with their with their roster for this season, they would have done something at the deadline. I think. Um, and they, I, I don't even know if they even got a scrub. There's no music about it. So I would disagree with the take, but I like where you're coming from, Tucker. Uh, yeah, I like the take. I think they should do something, but I just don't know what they could do at this point. Uh, I don't know if Jarvis Landry would be a player. I don't know. I just don't think a guy like Jarvis, when you get the guys that have, like, been retired for a bit, like, then that didn't get a job, I feel like it never works out. Especially when, like, these good guys that, like, no longer can find a home, and you're like, well, we'll give them a home. It's like Julio Jones. I was like, eh. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it never feels like these guys are like, maybe this guy will work out now. It's like, well, I feel like there has to be a reason why no team wanted to sign him in the offseason. Where is Julio now? The Eagles? Yeah, he's on the Eagles. He had a catch yesterday for like one and a half yards. Maybe. Nice. Big nice. and scary guy. <laughs> he was so good. Um, I just sent a YouTube video in our chat. I, I looked it up just to see if anyone's had this thought already. Three hours ago. 16 minute video wow. on why they should cut Marquez Valdez scaling 
and signed Jarvis Landry. So I did not watch that. I probably won't watch it, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but it's funny. Oddly enough, other people are thinking it. <laughs> you see that. It could uh, happen. I mean, if this happens, this is... Yeah, maybe. Uh, MVS tweeted like years and years ago. He was like, man, I got cut from my team as a freshman and now I'm in the NFL. And people were just like, high school coach knows ball. <laughs> All right, uh, Tucker, I believe you were next up. Yeah, no, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go because mine feeds up this. Um, cocked. So, Cam, I've had a bad day, okay? I'm not – this isn't even angry. I'm not yeah, I'll let, angry. I'll let it slide, though, sad because we've had a day. Um, Shout out to Deer. Fuck that. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Lost what I was thinking. Um – Cam's take about Mahomes and Chiefs needing wide receiver help. Here's the thing. I think I have figured out the reason for their wide receiver struggles this year. And I don't think you can entirely blame it on the people. Taylor Swift. Pat, Pat, Pat Mahomes is bad. best quarterback huh. in the league. That would have been far. a take. And uh, he has proven time and time again to be extremely good. Um, he's had wide receivers that are and a wide receiver core in every season that's have been better than this season. This is most likely the, his worst wide receiving core. Um, now, my issue with Pat Mahomes, or, or let me. Let me go back for a second. Um, this season right now, the team has the most drops out of any other team with 26 through 10 games. The next closest is a couple of teams tied at like 23. The game last night against the Eagles, there were a lot of drops. Kelsey had a few. Um, obviously, the deep balls, there were like four deep balls that that there were three drops and one was caught. Um, my issue is that Pat Mahomes, I think, is partly to blame, not entirely his fault, but partly to blame for all these drops. It's because he throws the ball too hard. It's hard to catch. He throws it too hard when he doesn't have to. I don't know if you'll remember this. Back in 2017, pre-draft, uh, for some reason they pitted Mahomes against Derek Carr in a how-fast-can-he-throw-the-ball competition. Mahomes threw the ball 62 miles an hour, which is one of the, one of the fastest balls thrown. In 2018, in-game, he threw one 62 miles an hour for a touchdown. Um, with relatively good wide receivers, better than the core that he has now, I think those players make those plays. But I don't think anybody on the roster is telling, or anybody on the coaching staff is telling that Pat Mahomes currently, maybe don't throw the ball 55 miles an hour, 16 feet in front of you to these guys that suck. You got to lead them a little bit, throw it a little bit slower or something. And I don't think they're doing that. I think that's part of the blame because I watched the game last night. He was humming it. And dude, he was humming it. Like, like you got someone on someone on the bench has got to be like, okay, you got to play to what you got out there. It's not great. You can't throw it that fast. They're not going to catch it. Um, that doesn't explain the deep balls, 
but it does explain, you know, anything probably 15 yards. I think it does because it's the hard plays they can't make. You need to throw them the easy balls, the catchable balls. The deep passes are hard to catch. Oh, I don't, I don't blame. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not hard to catch. But I'm just saying those ones aren't. Being no, but I'm saying, balls. but that's, I'm saying that's the, in the same category of passes that are hard to catch. Like they're not super fast, but they are still hard to catch when they're like if if that I'm hard. playing baseball. And, and I'm the shortstop, and my first baseman is not very good. I'm not going to throw it as fast as I can to get the guy out. The guy has to be out by one inch. Throw it over there and make the guy catch it. Let the guy catch it. I, I don't. He's not letting his teammates catch it in some instances. That At least last night I saw. I love this take. Um, love it. Guy throws the ball too hard. Perfect take. Um, they need Mac Jones. So I used to say... That Brady didn't get intercepted because he threw the ball so hard that these dudes couldn't catch it. Um, I don't know how that would factor into this. Um, Brady just threw a better ball, I guess. Yeah, he's humming it too hard. I mean, these guys, you know, they're humans. They, they, you know, they have soft hands. You got to put it right, you know, put it in there nice and easy. They can take it. Um, yeah, I love it. Guy throws the ball too hard. I'm in. It's going to be a problem that haunts him the rest of his career. Cam? Um, it's weird that it was just never a problem until this year with the with these receivers, this new receiver. No, that, that no, that's said, my point. Though. Yeah, he said that the receivers were good enough before to catch the hard balls. Now they're not good, so they can't catch it. So he's throwing it too hard to him. Oh, to these guys specifically. I'm yeah, not just he's throwing it and the same speed have, he was they throwing. Haven't made the, they haven't made the change. So, yeah, Even Kelsey the dropped like, one yesterday. I, did you see how fast they threw that ball to him? Maybe he's overcompensating for the lack of talent by throwing it even harder. He's angry. I think so. He's, he's, he's angry. Angry. Angry throws. He's throwing angry. That ball might have been the fastest football I've seen thrown. That's the one that Kelsey missed. That that was like ten feet the away. Fourth and twenty-five. That was up for the fourth and twenty-five. Yeah, bounced off that dude's head and went into the friggin' eighteenth row. Yeah. That, <laughs> Part of, I mean, yes, it hit his hands, should have caught it, but he's not very good. Don't throw it as hard. <laughs> throw it easier. That's what I, you got it. I, if I if I was the if I was the coach, I would legitimately say that. I don't know about that. I'd say catch the ball. Well, Cam, I'm thinking back to our days, right? You, the hardest pass you ever probably threw me was Pittsfield. That that touchdown against Pittsfield. That thing was coming in quick. Right. Correct. I don't know how yeah. I, I got to it. I just put my hands up and it was there. And I caught just it. catch it. That's it. That's all. But I'm saying every other pass you threw to me wasn't like a humdinger. It was like in a perfect place. It was like not too fast, not too slow. Right there. Easy catchable ball. Threw a catchable ball. A lot of deep, lot of deep balls. So they're over the top. Exactly. But even catch. his deep balls, he's freaking hucking. <laughs> I love this take. That's a great take. <laughs> Tucker. You kind of said you said this to Tuck yesterday when we were at the bar watching the game. Um, yeah, he did, and I I agree with his take. Um, yeah, my take is I've texted this into the group about Drake May. Now I want to preface this with I love Drake May, and I wish Drake May the best. But he reminds me of one football player. I can't wait till they draft him, and you have to one eighty. <laughs> 
Drew Rock. <laughs> he's got all the swagger. He's got that vibe to him. It's just something about him that I'm just like, it's Drew Rock. It's Drew Rock 2.0. And there's just something about him that I can just see. I'm just like, yeah, that's that's exactly how Drew Rock was. And I, I again, I wish him the best, and I want him to be an awesome QB. But I just don't know. I, I get this Drew Lock vibe. This is just a vibe check. It's nothing off their ability. I, they might be a completely different style of quarterback. I don't know, genuinely. But you just go off vibes and vibes alone. Drew Lock energy. I completely respect you going off vibes. I That's how I kind of base my entire quarterback analysis. I look at the dude and I'm like, is this guy good? And is then this I guy think, white? No. That's a that's just a false narrative. I, I think I'm, that's a true narrative. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I, touch on it. You can say like it's not because of that, but you can't say it's a false narrative. It's a false like, narrative. Every year you're like, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, I just think it's go back Drake to my Ray's tweets. Number one. Go back to Bill my Nick tweets. Is number two. Quinn Ewers is number three, and Caleb Williams is plus. I just I, last week. Sugar Sanders is a thought. I. What you I, said. I never said that. Please, this goes out everywhere. I never said that. Look at my tweets from the 2018 draft. I wanted Lamar. I wanted Lamar. I wanted them to bring in Lamar. Last pick of the first round. They traded the pick to the Ravens, and the Ravens took him. I wanted Lamar to back up Tom Brady. That's what I wanted. I wanted him to be the next guy. So, this is a false narrative. Penix, I would be, he would be my number one if he wasn't a lefty. He's a lefty. And then, mm-hmm. if you actually think Shadur Sanders is going to be a good NFL quarterback, I don't know what to tell you. I, I really don't. And Caleb Williams? I mean, I want him. I want. I said he's number one on my board right now. He's my number one guy. But I don't think he is all he's made up to be. I think he's got personality issues. I think he yeah. – I'm trying to tread very carefully. I think he has personality – I think he's a loser – as well. That's my biggest knock on him. Loser. Cannot beat good teams. And that's kind of my thing on Drake May, too. It's like, who has he really played? Like, I don't I don't know. I, I, I really don't. Um, I don't know if he's Drew Locke. I don't know enough about the kid. Uh, I really not looked into him the most because I, I fear that he's probably going to be the guy sitting there when we are drafting. That's probably going to be Williams will probably be gone. And I don't it will look be... into him so much in the offseason. If we have, we're in a spot. Yeah, no. When, once the season ends, I'll begin my, my deep draft analysis. And maybe he'll jump. Maybe he'll fall. But I don't know vibes-wise. Is it because he's... I mean, we're talking about racial profiling. Is it because he's a kind of a block-headed white kid? Because that's kind of what Drew Locke is. Just a block-headed white, I mean, white yeah, kid that has no, swag. That is kind of what it is. Yeah, so, okay. As long as we're race, racially profiling, like let's, let's racially profile. So, yeah, sure, I agree. Like, Block-headed white kid that thinks he's cooler than he is. Love it. I'm in. Don't I draft think him. He is, I think Drew Locke is also cool. Like, I just want to say this. I don't think, like, Drew Locke was just, like, some guy that thought he was cool. I genuinely think that Drew Locke was, like, a cool guy. Like, I'd love to have a beer with Drew Locke. I'd love to have a beer with want. I don't think you want a QB that you want to have a beer with. I don't want that as my QB. I want Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady's the guy that's like, no, I'm not coming to the bar. So you could have a beer with uh, Penix? I don't know. I, I, I think so. 
I don't know. What about Williams? Uh, I think that would be miserable. Williams? Oh, my God. I'd hate to have a beer with Caleb Williams. <laughs> so he passes the, my check. I don't want to have a beer with him, which means he might be a cool people. I want to have a beer with Baker. That's one of the, one of the guys I want to be the quarterback next year. Exactly. Exactly. I think that needs to be a serious test. Like, would you want to have a beer with this guy? And then he might not work out. I mean, I'd want to have a beer with Tom Brady. You ever hear the story about him chugging beer? Yeah, but only because only because he's so good. Not be like if Tom Brady was some guy at your school that wasn't good at football, you'd be like, oh my god, fuck this guy. I don't know. He seems like a good dude, good father. No, he sounds like a he seems like a crazy person. He's a good father, good guy. Makes out with his kids. So, like you'd be like, that was kind of. You see Tom at the barbecue? Yeah, it's kind of weird when he's making out with his son, right? It's just expressing love. Uh, Cam, do you think uh, this kid's Drew Locke? Yeah, I think it's an interesting comparison. I certainly think it's possible. Um, I was high on Drew Locke. So was I. Out of the draft. So was I. I was, I was a big Drew Locke guy. Um, Drake May, I think I'm, I'm much higher on Drew Locke. I, I trust the Giants organization on um, – Right now, they've been to six games. You don't keep going back to the games, UNC games, that is, uh, unless, unless he looks like a, a guy that you might want. I have, so, a t- I have a take for next week. Um, so I, I hope he's better than Drew Locke in the sake that Giants may get him. I, I think he will be a little bit I better. I do, too. I don't, I don't As the team that also might get him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm 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 in the same exact spot where I'm not looking into anything because if I fall in love with him and we don't get him, then I'm going to be pissed. And if I don't fall in love with him and we do, we end up be pissed. So I'm just waiting to see where the cards fall. Uh, also, we were talking about. Uh, I said so. Oh, talking about guys you want to have a beer with, Sam Hartman. I don't know if he's going to go in the draft. I hope he gets picked up by somebody. That guy's just a dude. That is a man. Never heard of him. Sam Hartman? Yeah. Look up Sam Hartman. He just broke the records in the top five now for most college passes, passing touchdowns. Um, and then, and I also don't know. Where does he play? Is that Penn State? Notre Dame. The Notre Dame quarterback. Oh, yeah, that dude's cool. I like that guy. That dude, I, I think, I bet that dude can drink. <laughs> I can bet he, put, he puts him down. His beard is awesome. Buy him drinks. He's got an awesome beard. I'm going through my head of like QBs I want to have a beer with. I'd say Pat Mahomes might be a guy you might want to have a beer with. Oh, no. Oh, what a great no. list. Bottom. Guys, that we missed in our list last week. Was QBs you'd want to have a beer with? Did we do that one? Go on a road road trip with. Oh, road trip, yeah. That honorable mention. I would never want to have a beer with Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's fun. Watch the quarterback documentary and tell me I think he's fun. I watch it. Well, that's a good sign for him as a QB. I know. I'm saying it helps your argument. Um, Yeah, I think this argument is flawless. Josh Allen. Oh yeah, I'd have a beer with him. Yeah, but do you want him as a QB? Yeah. Dill? Yeah. I'm not sure anymore. Uh, Dill, Drew Locke, this was a little before your draft analysis time. I think this was the year before you started doing draft analysis. Uh, is this kid the same guy? Um, I missed a lot of this conversation because I had to take care of something. Sorry for that. But um, Drew Locke. Drew Locke's the guy. Is he the tall guy? I don't think he was overly tall. 
I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, Brock Osweiler, I think you're thinking of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Drew Locke. He's the one that was on Denver. Yep. He was, he did, he rapped. He was rapping on the sideline once. The entire song on the sidelines and everyone fell in love with it. And then he stunk. He was like, this guy (laughs) is awesome. Yeah. They traded Um, him away for Russell Wilson. Why does he remind you of Drew Locke, Tuck? Sorry. Vibes. He just gives off vibes. Oh, just the vibes, the vibes. See, this is, so he's going to be bad. I'm just going to say that now. Uh, because of the vibes. Dylan's like, starting to become a QB snob like me. Everyone I, sucks. I, like, I, <laughs> I've said this forever. It's the same thing with the hair take. Like, you, you can just go out and play football and be better than everybody else and don't care about anything else. That's called success. Not uh, what, like, what what am I wearing? What's my style like? What's my, what's my vibe too. like? This feeds into my second. This feeds into my other take, which is don't paint your nails. Don't don't draft a QB that you'd want to have a beer with. You want to draft football players, not guys, not dudes. I think I'd want to have a beer with. Having a beer with somebody means nothing to me. Like I don't know what that, what the point of that is. It's just saying, is that if, if he's not totally committed to football, if he's not a freak, a football-obsessed freak, then you don't want him as your quarterback. If he's a guy that seems yeah, like so he'd be, you don't, you don't he'd be fun to hang fun. out with, then he's not, not be a fun it. guy to go to the bar with. You want a big guy that's a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, entirely. They're like baseball pitchers. They have to be, like, weird. That's why Pat Mahomes is probably very good, because he's just a weirdo. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Uh, all right. That's wasted takes. Let's get into some NFL analysis. Now we can do. I know we we. I was thinking we could format this first. We'll do a little Giants talk because um, they had a big week. But I think we could format this by just we were we wanted to do midseason playoff predictions. Um, so we could go through each division and kind of just talk through it and anything that sticks out, talk about and kind of go that way, or we can just do it in our normal way and break down different games. Do we have an opinion? Uh, I'm not for either. I'll do playoffs. I, mean, I don't think if there's any teams that are kind of on the fence about the playoffs, if, that, if there's any discussion whether one team will make it or one team won't. Wait, I got, yeah, well, we can break. How about the teams that are like tied? We'll, just, or like we'll go through the divisions and the teams that are noteworthy we'll talk about and the ones that aren't we'll ignore. Um, all right, let's just start quickly. Giants, big win this weekend. Let's go Giants. Big win. Poop on the Commanders. Tommy DeVito breakout party. We were on this dude before anyone else. I want to let everyone know. As soon as OTA started and I saw this guy, we were all over it. And yep. uh, we, we talked about how awesome he is. Breakout party. Um, just the most Italian man to ever exist playing in Jersey. It is a perfect story. Uh, the Giants fall uh, in the draft stock to from, what was it, two, three? Three to five. Two to five. Two to five. Two to five. Um, so, Cam, give us your thoughts, man. I mean, we know we like to get wins. Um, you know, it's always exciting to watch your team win, especially beat a division rival that you hate. Um Give us your thoughts. If uh, Al Poliak had any thoughts, uh, if he talked to you at all, you know he's our he's our resident Washington expert. Um, but give us your thoughts on the on the nope. whole game and the draft pick situation. Uh, 
I didn't get the chance to talk to him. Um, here's where I stand. I enjoyed watching my team today, and this is how it always goes, right? I had fun watching football. We had six turnovers. We forced six turnovers. Now, let's say it was five because the last one was a pick six at the very end, right? Um, we had five turnovers. We had, I think it was six sacks on Howell. DeVito had three touchdowns. And we still were only in the position. We were in a position with a minute and a half left where Washington was on their 50 going in. Um, well, I guess yeah, the 50 is the 50. Washington had the ball with a minute and a half left, and they could have scored and won that game with five turnovers and our quarterback throwing fifth year. Something's still off with the Giants. Something stinks in the water. Um, but it was fun watching the football team win again. I think if we were going to win, that's the best one to win. If we were going to win, it, it was uh, it was that one because we get to sweep the Redskins. We own them, own them. Don't understand how they just do not show up against us year in year out. Um, it's early enough to where if we still lose out, we probably get the two the two spot. Is my guess right now. This is the biggest game of the week coming up, and I'm sure we'll highlight that. I enjoy the win. It was a good win to have this week coming up here. I think I'm going to uh, – I think I'm going to have a lot of fun watching this. Every time we score, I'm going to be happy. Every time you score, I'm going to be okay with it. And um, win or lose, I will be happy after this game. That's a guarantee. And I like that going into Sunday. Um. How do you feel about uh, year six of Danny Jones now that you guys are out of the quarterback market? I just don't understand how that is is everyone jumping to that conclusion because I still think we get the two pick of losers game. That one uh, Twitter account <laughs> just so down bad. Year six yeah. of Danny Jones. Here we go. Yeah, there's a lot of the Giants fans are in shambles. This is, you would think the season ended today, and we did. We have the fifth pick locked in. Um, that being said, we do have. Uh, the Patriots, the Packers, and the Saints. We own the Saints. Uh, the Packers are the Packers. It's in it's in Jersey, so that's a winnable game. And then we have the Rams. Who knows what's going to happen with the Rams going right in the stretch? So we may win two more games, and that would really suck. But uh, I think if we lose out, we still get the two spot. Cardinals are going to win uh, at least one. Patriots got a guy. Yeah, no, we need to lose this week. If we don't, I will still be happy. I will rub it in your face on this podcast all day long. You'll mess up the traffic. I will spin it however I need to. Um, but this is going to be a game for the record books this week. Yeah, so this is obviously... My the- dad will be at the game. My dad's going. Bless his soul. This is obviously the Waste Takes Bowl, the Toilet Bowl. Um, never has there been, I think we've seen another Giants Patriots matchup before. I think it was Mac Jones rookie year or no, it was the 2020 season. It was 2020. Um, 
And it was Daniel Jones' rookie year. Daniel Jones' rookie year versus uh, Cam Newton. We won that game, I believe. You did. It was like a 21-15. I yeah, like Stephon Gilmore had a big pick, I remember. Maybe it was Daniel Jones' sophomore year. I don't know. Um, I, I don't think it was 2019 because I don't think they played late in the year. he scored nine points, I want to say. Anyways, um, this one has much bigger implications because of the draft pick. Um, so here's my here's my breakdown of this. I've been saying all week, if Mac Jones starts, we'll win. Um, and I, I think I truly believe that because I think the rest of the quarterbacks on the roster suck. Um, now, I don't know if you guys saw, Bill Belichick had a beautiful press conference today where he was just acting like an absolute child, where the media kept saying, who's your starting quarterback? He said, I told everyone needs to be ready to play. I told everyone needs to be ready to play. And everybody needs to be ready to play. Then they asking, don't you think it's a good idea to let the team know who the starting quarterback is going to be this week? Well, we told everyone they need to be ready to play, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's just, it's, this shit's cute when you're winning, but when you're not, uh, when you're not winning, it's, um, pretty, uh, embarrassing and childish. Uh, he's just a child on the mic, but whatever. Um, so they're not committing to Mac Jones, which tells me that I don't think Mac Jones is going to start. I think they're going to go, or they're going to have a rotating quarterback or he's going to be on a short leash where it's like, okay, if you don't score on the first two drives, you're done. Um, so I think the Giants defense is okay. I think their offense is stinky. Um, I think the Patriots defense is banged up. And I, I just, I think that based on this win last week, that I think the Giants are going to win this game. I think they let Danny, I mean, not Danny, they let DeVito throw it a little more, um, which I think, you know, they, they, they kind of had him on a leash to start and then they let him air it out last week. Um, I think the Patriots are in shambles. Also, the Patriots post bye week since 2019. So even when Brady was on the team, by the way, the last time the Giants and Patriots played was in October of 2019 before the birth of this podcast. So this is the first ever Wasted Takes Bowl coming up. Brady this week. had two rushing touchdowns. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Fun fact. Stefan Gilmore must have had a pick. I remember that. Um, he only threw three. Yeah. So um, this is the first ever Ways It Takes Bowl. I think the Giants take this one. And the Patriots have – so 2019, they were like 8-0, and then they lost to the Ravens. They, went, they came off the bye. They lost two games in December. Mac Jones, rookie – and in 2020, they just totally fell apart down the stretch. They were like in it in the middle of the year. They were middling. And then Cam Newton had that fumble against the Bills. And they got smoked by the Texans late in the year. And they just fell off a cliff at the end. Mac Jones rookie year. Everything was looking good. They were the one seed in the division playing the Colts, um, I think, right after Thanksgiving. And they got smoked by the Colts. And then they kind of middled down the end, except for a big one against the Jaguars. Same thing kind of happened. Uh in the soft, uh, last year, they were middling in the middle of the year and just kind of, they were had a chance to win some games and make the playoffs. They didn't. So I expect the same thing. I expect them to kind of peter out at the end of the year. A lot of guys not signed to contracts. They know there's going to be a coaching change. There's not a lot of motivation to play. Giants win this game in a close one, uh, my, is my thoughts. And Mac Jones uh, doesn't start. I think it's Will Greer is the starter. Tucker? Um, I... Think that the Patriots. Honestly, this is a win-win for me. I just want to go off right there saying that this is a game that we can't lose. So we either lose and we win, or we win and we lose. So no matter what, I can spin that, which is always good for me. I mean, I'm a guy that's a big spin zone guy. 
So uh, this game's a must win or can't lose. Doesn't matter. Either way, either get the bribe to camp that we're still way better and that this team actually isn't that bad and that we've just been unlucky. Or we lose and then we have a top three pick, basically. I'm going to say if we lose this game, top three pick is in the bag. I like at the end of our season, it's Steelers, Broncos, L, L, Bills, Chiefs, L, Jets. L, L. I think we win maybe one of those games. And I think three wins gets us to the top three pick. Dill? Dylan? Just locked into Chell. Can't talk? Can't talk. All right. Um, so, in honor. Oh, should we do some sort of punishment for the team that wins or loses? I feel like we got to have um, something on the line. I like that. Loser has to give a speech as to everything they like about the other organization. Now, do we want to make it if you win or you lose? Because if the loser of this game is the real winner, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think wins. I think we need no. I think that we need to get something if we win. What do we want? Because like you get the victory of that, so I think the winner needs to get something. Because they did win, so they deserve it. Just a, a, a what? What do we make it? What does it got to be? Just a two-minute segment where you talk about what you like about the other team, what they do better than your team. Right. Why they're better. Why they won the game and why they're the better organization. Why they're the better org. I like that. In, in Historically, why they're the better org. I like that. <laughs> I like that. A lot of opportunity there. Are there any opportunity for cheap shots in that? Um, like No, you have to be genuine. Okay. have to be genuine. Um, I mean, I can think of a bunch of things the Giants that I respect that I can say. So... Yeah. I hope we lose. Um, all right. As a special uh, event for this uh, toilet bowl, the Waste Takes Bowl, we will be changing up our parlay from a four-game parlay, which we are just awful at, 0-4 this week, 0-4, to every leg of the parlay will be part of this game. Um, so just to give you an idea. Okay, I'm back. I don't. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the game, Dylan? Before we go into making our parlay, our our wasted takes bowl parlay. Um, the upcoming game. Yeah, I want the best. Do you think they'll lose? I'm with you. If they start Mac, they win. If they don't, they lose. Okay. Fifty-six percent of the bets are on the Giants. Uh, Patriots minus three. Over under is thirty-three and a half. Um. Now we're going to choose some props from this. Now, do we want to allow, like, being able to pick the over the under, for example? Or do we want to limit it to props? I I say anything's fair game. I do too. All right. Does anybody have something they really love? No. No? No. I think it should be player props or, or 
game props, not over under or, or minus three or four. Or We're not doing side. We're not picking side. Huh? We're not picking side for sure. But if we don't, if we want to cut out the total, then yeah, I have something that I like. I don't know. If, I can't see it, so I I just I had to Google this one. What's for Andre Stevenson receptions? Three and a half. I don't see. Team props, game props. Yeah, I can't get player props. I don't yet. have player props either. I'll tell you what, I like Ramondre Stevenson to have four receptions. Okay. <clears throat> um, I, I, they're going to open up player props, right, at some point. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just too early in the week. Let me check the other games to make sure that it's not just this game they're not allowing it. This might be such a putrid game that they don't want to. No, it is. It, there's TD score on this Miami game. Miami Jets, they have TD score. It'll pass, be up eventually. They have pass yards. They're probably friggin' waiting for them to announce a quarterback. That's probably what it is. Yeah, Stupid. That's so annoying. Thanks, Bill. Ruining our podcast now on top of everything else. I wish we played on Thanksgiving so bad. I want to. Well, maybe because that's a Friday game. Let me check the other Sundays. I don't don't want the Patriots. Okay, no. None of the Sunday games have player props up yet. Um, So, you want to say receiving over four. Do you want to give an under number in case the line's higher? Like, what's your cutoff? No, I think it's it's over three. I'm almost positive his line has been at three every single game. What if the line comes out and it's five? No, I don't. I don't want to be on there. I just don't want to bet it. Well, we have to commit to something for the pot. We got to commit to something for our listeners right now. Okay. I am going over receptions. Over Ramondre Stevenson receptions. I think that's a terrible start. (laughs) No, they're going to be checking down. The Giants cannot. uh, The Giants do not. Guard running backs out of the backfield. Brian Robinson had like eight receptions last game. Well, Ramondre's not a pass catching back, and he's had a bunch of drops this year. There it is. He's had a ton of drops this year. Okay. Okay. Does anybody have anything else they really like? I have one that I want to take, and then I have a way more fun to do. Uh, Dylan, you like something? Whoever the Patriots quarterback is, under on TDs. Okay, I like that one. What if it's what if it's <laughs> it it's probably going to be, be, be point five. It's probably going to be point five. I want the under. Under a touchdown pass for the Patriots. I don't hate that. I really don't. Well, because the thing is, is whoever the starter is, they might not even play for like the game. Does it count if they play like three downs? I don't and then know. Just get taken out. I don't know. It really but sucks that these that's lines aren't up yet. We would um, probably lose the bet if that happened. And that'd, be, that'd be on par. No, if the QB gets taken out, it doesn't matter. That's well, I'm going QB under. Whatever it is, under. Whoever like and whatever. Targer? Uh, yeah, I have over three and a half field goals. Over three and a half field goals I like a lot. Uh, I almost, there was a crazy bet that neither team kicked the field goal is 30 to 1. I might also bet that on my own. That just sounds like a fun bet. Just no field goals, 
five to win one fifty. All right. I think I'm going to go. I'm sorry, Trey. I'm updating mine. I'm, I'm taking a look here. If it is over three and a half, I want the over. If it's over four and a half, I want the under. So you're betting four receptions. Oh, under. Four have four. Okay, under four receptions. If it's under, then it's on. Un- then it's over. He did. Hey, it's over, he did. Over. He did the math out. He did out. I like he's it. He's going to have four. He sees value. He's going to have four receptions. Four and a half. The value's gone. Can we bet that exacta? What kind of odds would that be? Um, <laughs> I'm betting it exacta just because I just talked myself into it, but it's it's going to be four, guys. All right. I am going to go. Can I do team totals? Yeah. Mm, I don't want it. Is this all uh, This is all Patriots bet. I'm going to go Giants. Over 13 and a half points. Oh, I hate it. Giants over 13 and a half. I hate it. We don't score score more than nine. (laughs) I think you do. I think you have at least two touchdowns. All right. Two touchdowns and a field goal. That's what gets us. Uh, What's what's the DeVito interceptions? I don't have any player props. Right. On my book. Okay. If you've got a book open, Cam, right now, I we, just I had it. They don't. They don't have it yet. Yeah, they don't have any. No team Sunday have the player props up yet. No player lines yet. So um, it's not Bill Belichick's fault. It's not. I apologize, Bill. I I am sorry. Um, all right. So let's just put a bow on this. We've got Ramondre Stevenson, four receptions, depending on the line, over or under. Um, under five receptions, over three. <laughs> four. <laughs> We've got. Gonna have four. What is it? Three field goals over. Over three and a half. Is there a side or is it just straight up? Over what do you mean? straight up in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Over three game. and a half. Um, under if one Chad touchdown Ryland pass. That, I will. I will. Oh, I, I hate that. That might be when I turn on <laughs> Chad <Yeah>. Ryland. <laughs> if Chad Ryland loses us. This Love making people miss field goals. Nobody keeps the field the ball worse against the Giants. Um, we've got Patriots quarterback to be named later, under one touchdown pass. All these are just question marks. <laughs> and Giants over 13 and a half. Total. I think that's a winner, boys. That's a winner. That's the way it takes parlay. I'm going to need reminders. So remember your bet now. Remember your leg. Remember your leg now because I'm going to forget by Sunday. I will forget these lines. So I just remember your own line. Even text it in the group right now. Just write it down. Put it in there. All right. Let's do a little around the NFL real quick. Um, So let's start in the East. We'll go AFC East. Uh, this is a fraud division. I've talked about that. Um, I got the Dolphins easily winning this division. Bills uh, are going to fall apart. Dolphins are frauds, but still, I the Bills, they have a twenty-seven percent chance. Cam, you said today of making the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's low. I think. It's I think it's low, low as well. I don't think the Jets are going to bounce back. I really think Rodgers is going to get hurt again because it's going to be funny. 
Um, we know the Patriots are out of it. So I'm going to take the Dolphins to win the division. Just hold hold where they are. They're going to win a big game soon. They're going to win a game against the real team soon. Um, I don't know who it'll be, but they will. Tucker? Um, I think everyone is a fraud. Um, I'll go with... Yeah, I'll go with the Dolphins. I'm not happy about it, though. Okay, Dill? Um, Dolphins. Cam? It's the Dolphins, and I think the Dolphins get in over the Browns, actually. Um, or, sorry, the Dolphins with the division. The Bills get in over the Browns. I'm looking at the uh, playoff predictions. I, I actually see the, the Steelers making it in over the Browns. Um, okay. Do we want to stay AFC or jump conference? Go NFC East. NFC East, Eagles. Uh, they proved it again last night that they are one of the only legit teams in the league. Um, so mm-hmm. I am going Eagles to win the division. Tucker? I'm also going Eagles. I think that's the only way to go here. Uh, Dylan? I'm going to go uh, Eagles as well. I mean, they're already ahead enough. It's going to take a bit of a meltdown. Cameron? The Eagles, of course. Um, the NFC playoffs is set, by the way. This is exactly what it what it will be at the end of this, how it looks right now. The NFC is garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a, there's not a lot of intrigue there. Um, all right. Uh AFC North, I got the Ravens. Um, the Steelers are kind of in a shift now. They just fired Matt Canada. Uh, I watched the entirety of the Steelers game this weekend. Boy, that was boring to watch. I think Kenny Pickett stinks. I think he's terrible. Um, they'll be in it till the end because they have a great coach and they're just able to do that. And not to mention the Bengals are done, done without Burrow for the rest of the year. Um, so I am going to take the Ravens to run away with the division. I missed a team in there. Oh, the Browns. Browns are cooked as well with Watson gone. So two teams are completely out of it. Blacko, baby. Steelers could possibly uh, make it. I will have my my wild card after we go through. But um, I'm going Ravens number. Ravens number one, easy. Uh, Tucker. Oh, yeah. Ravens all day, every day. Dylan. Um, I'm going Ravens. All the things you said. No one's taking the steel curtain. Uh, Cameron, uh, no. It is the Ravens, and I'm actually adjusting now that I'm looking at it again. The um, the Steelers and Browns are both. The Ravens are the only teams in that division making the playoffs. Okay. I think. Uh, well, the the Bills are going to take over one spot, and I'll tell you who else is. Well, I think we all know who we're going to pick. Yeah. I don't think we know. I don't think we know. I think, think, think everyone here knows. You don't know who I'm going to tell you is going to cook. <laughs> Um, all right, <laughs> NFC North, interesting-ish division. Uh, I mean, the, the Broncos are on the rock. Or no, that's not that, that's not even close. Oh, hey. That's wild. I, they have Broncos on the brain after that conversation. The Vikings are kind of, uh, you know, they're right in the middle. The uh, We know we have them. Somebody has them winning the division. I think it's Cam. The Lions have kind of taken over. Packers are uh, Packers, Packering. 
Um, and then who's and the Bears suck. So I'm going to go Lions. I think they hold on. I think they're a solid team. Don't think they're anything too special. Don't see them going to the Super Bowl or anything like that. They're currently the number two seed. Um, so I'll take the Lions to win the division. Tucker? Uh, yeah, I'm also taking the Lions. Uh, I think if Kirk Cousins was still there, I was going to take them. But without him, I just don't see this team competing uh, with the Lions. So I think it's the only option. I feel like we're all on the same page so far. Dale? Um, this doesn't count for anything in points, by the way, for the end of the year, because like this is so obvious. Some of these picks. I think you just have to go with the Lions simply because the Vikings are down two and a half games. So I'm going Lions. Cam. Yeah, I um, I I agree with the Lions. I don't. I disagree with something you said about about how you know they're not going to the Super Bowl or anything. I think they are every bit as capable and talented. Um, as as any team in the entire league, I I would argue to say, um, San Francisco is is maybe better and well better coached. Philly maybe. The Chiefs they already beat. I think the Lions are easily a top three team in the in the NFL right I, now, and uh, I I absolutely think they could win the Super Bowl. Didn't they have a bad loss a couple weeks ago to a cruddy team? They lost to the Ravens by a lot. Okay, so that's probably why, in my mind, that they're not a complete team. But they had a comeback against the Bears. Tough, yeah, they struggled with the Bears this week. That's see, those yeah. are the type of things, and it's just them being the Lions makes me think that they're not very, they're not actually real. But yeah, they're only they lost. I mean, they beat the Chiefs week one to come into Arizona. That, I, I, I don't put a lot of stock two. in that, to be honest with you. I really don't. Yeah, but you kind of have to. Um, they lost to the Seahawks in overtime as well. Yeah, see that one, I don't love either. I think they're they're super talented. Vikings uh, stick with seventeen. Um, okay, uh, AFC South. This one is interesting because the Jags have kind of found their footing again after a bad loss, uh, but the the Texans are looking like a juggernaut all of a sudden. Um, I think ultimately the Jags hang on. Uh, it gets close. It maybe comes down to I don't know if they've played twice yet. This week. They, they play for the second time this week. This is a huge game. All right. America's game of the week is what it should be. So I am tentatively going to say whoever wins this game wins the division. But I can't do that here. So I'm just going to pick the Jags to uh, to hold on in a very, very close divisional race. Uh, Texans will make the playoffs. I'll give that now, as much as my important. Right now. This is important to know. The Texans beat the Jags by 20 the first time they played. So they could have outright tiebreaker yeah. this week. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's hard to beat a team twice. I take the Jags. Yep. Tuck? Um, sorry, what division are we on? Jags? AFC South. Yeah, so Jags. That's very confident All considering day, the Texans day. are playing very well. No, I, I know that the Texans are playing well. I think they are at their peak right now. I don't know. This week's going to say a lot, but I just think they're the better team right now. I think the future of this division will go to the Texans, but I think right now it's the Texans will be in the backseat. Dylan? I am going to take the Texans. Love it. Uh, I like yeah. the Texans. I think they're playing well. I think the Jags are kind of 
kind of bad. They 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 are consistently just not living up to the expectations. Um, I think the pressure is on them. I don't think they can handle it. I think the Texans are like, you know, underdog. Like, let's just go out there and play some football, and it's working for them. Um, yeah. And they have immensely less pressure, so I think they're gonna they're gonna take this one. Cameron. Yeah, the winner of this game wins the division, <laughs> and I think the Texans win it. I'm with Dylan. I think the Texans are going to take this division. They're playing better football. Um, they have a better quarterback as of right now. Trevor Lawrence hasn't done anything uh, of been, note, he's really. Been bad. He's not been good. He had a great week this week. I'll give him that. Um, CJ Stroud's got God on his side. I guess they have hard, to, hard to beat that. I guess they, I guess they both do, actually. Um, and I'm looking at the schedule. The, the Jaguars have a harder out. They got to play the Ravens. Um, they get the Bengals and the Browns. And Bengals the are not. Yeah. Bengals and Browns are not nope. real teams. No, nope. I didn't. I didn't say that. They Bengals, Browns, Cardinals, Panthers, Titans, or something. But that's both of them. The the Texans have no other no other outs except the Browns. It's their only other tough game. Um, this could be a, a, an eleven and five or eleven. And, Six, twelve, and five kind of finish for both of these teams, which would be awesome. Texans win the division. I'm changing my mind. I'm taking the Texans. I love it. Let's go. I'm changing my mind. I've been convinced. Texans pod. Hey, uh, NFC South, the funniest division in football. I hate them. Someone so has to win the division. Saints currently leaving at five, leading at five and five. Uh, Bucks are four and six. Uh, who else is in this? Future division Falcons are four and six. Falcons, I hate the Falcons. Yeah, so who else am I missing? Pa- Panthers. Panthers. Panthers are the worst team in the league, so that's why. Um, uh, yeah, this is tough. So I'm not looking at, at schedules, and that's kind of hurting me. I am. Um, I am. I'm going to tentatively. Falcons are the easiest out. Yeah, I don't like the direction the Falcons are going. I know we mentioned last week that, to Cam, you said Art Smith is going to be fired. I think that's true. He doesn't know how to use his weapons. He doesn't use Kyle Pitts. He doesn't use B. John in the red zone. Uh, they're starting Desmond Ritter. Uh, Heineke's out for the season, I believe. Um, I love Ritter. Huge fan. I think this comes down to Bucks Saints. Screw it. I'm going Bucks. Taking the Bucks because of Baker. I like Baker. He's playing well this year. He's got, I think, 15 tuds to how many interceptions? Like seven, maybe less. Um, Baker's playing. I'm going to take the Bucs to win the division. I hate the Buccaneers, too, but I'll take them to win the division. Tucker? I am taking... Now I want to preface this, and I think Derek Carr gets injured before the end of the season. I think Jameis Winston leads the New Orleans Saints to the playoffs. Okay. I, I don't know. Didn't he suck when he came in a couple weeks ago? Yes. Very he good. sucked one time. He would, didn't suck the other time. But he's funny. He is funny. Uh, I, uh, no, no. He actually played really well. I take that back. I don't know what I was talking about when I say he sucked. He literally threw two touchdowns. And then the put him back on the game. He's got gone on his side. Okay, he has like three interceptions, including a game 
losing. Or well, his lineup. Yeah, he blew the game, basically. Uh, After prison back in it, they were down like 27 to 8 when he got into the game. He's like the water boy. It's not like they were. <laughs> he's funny. Dylan? Um, I'm taking Bucks. Let's go. Um, I didn't realize that they were, what, 4 and 6 right now? I thought they were. I thought they were 500. Um, they had a tough they game like last week against the 49ers. Uh, they have a relatively easy schedule, um, comparative, I guess, to the other teams in the conference. Or in the division, sorry. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Bucks. Cameron? I almost want to take the Bucks as well. I'm going to stick with the Saints. Bucks have the tiebreaker over the Saints right now in New Orleans. I think the Bucks actually have an easier out. The Saints have to play the Lions. Bucks have to play the Jags. Sounds like you're making a lot of Bucks points here. I like I like the Saints. I think they just they they have a better record right now. That's a game up. That's a big game up. Um, and the Bucks go into Indy this week. I don't know if they can pull that off. But uh, uh, no. I'm going Bucks. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, someone has to win the division, so we'll see. Uh, AFC West, um, Chiefs. I right, nothing else to say. Uh, Broncos are on the rise, uh, but they're not going to catch the Chiefs. No chance. Uh, Chiefs easy. Tuck. Chiefs. Dylan. Not a question. Chiefs. All right, Cam. Chiefs, but <laughs> I actually think, and you know, going back to what I was going to say earlier, you know, I was leaving everybody on a cliffhanger. Um, I actually think the Denver Broncos, Broncos out of, out of Mile High Stadium in Denver, um, I think they're going to let Russ cook, as the kids say, and uh, sneak into that seven spot. That'll wrap it up with um, the, uh, the wild card teams in the AFC being the Jaguars the Bills, and the Broncos. All right. NFC West. Um, Niners have looked vulnerable at times with injuries. Um, Seahawks are their closest competition at 6-4, and four, so a game back. Um, I think the Niners stay healthy for the most part. Um, I don't have – I've paid very little attention to the Seahawks this year. I don't think I've watched a highlight – I don't think I've looked into them at all. I don't know anything about them. Um, I hate them. The Rams, I think, stink. Um, they just beat the Seahawks. The Cards stink. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I think it's the Niners. I, I have to stick with the Niners and go chalk. Um, Tucker? Um, Niners. It's Niners all day. I Honestly, I was pretty shocked when you just told me that they were um, that high. I have no idea. I have no pick. And then I don't think they're that good. You're playing the pronoun game. Who? Sorry. Um, I don't think the Seahawks are that good. Um, I 100% am taking the Niners here. Dale? Yeah, this is Niners all the way. Um, I, don't, I, I don't even... Like like Trey said, I didn't even know the Seahawks were a team this year. I haven't seen a, seen a single 
anything from that. Yeah, pretty boring. Uh, Cameron? Yeah, the Seahawks are irrelevant. Um, I'm actually going to say something crazy right now. Um, number one, the Niners are going to win this division. Number two, I don't think the Seahawks make the playoffs. You just said the NFC is locked in. Nope, it's not anymore, though. <laughs> so I think the Rams make the playoffs over the Seahawks. And let me tell you why. Because they have beat the Seahawks twice now. Okay, the Seahawks' upcoming schedule is Niners, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles. Ugh. Next four next four games. That's not great. I don't think they win any of them. The Rams next. Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, granted. Commanders, Saints, Giants. Give me the Rams in the wild card seven spot. Seahawks. See you later, chickens. All right, AFC wild card. I am going in the sixth spot, the Texans. Like I said, I think they'll come down to the wire. Oh, no, I have them winning the division. I have in the sixth spot, or the five spot, I have the Jags. Um, I think it comes down to the wire, and they make the playoffs. I have the Bills in the sixth spot. Uh, I think they pick up some more wins at the end of the year. I think they beat the Patriots the second time around. Um, Big win they had against the Jets. I think that helps them out a lot. And I have in the seventh spot the Broncos. I think the Broncos rise up. I think the Broncos beat, continue staying hot. I think the Steelers are going to have a little bit of a downfall. Um, I don't like them very much. So my wildcard teams are the Jags, the Bills, and the Broncos. Tucker? I have the Texans. I still very much like, and I think they'll be tricky in the playoffs. I also have the Broncos. And then I have, I got to stick with my, what I said, I have the Chargers. I think if you're going off this based off, like, who are the best teams in the AFC, I think that over the Bills, over the, a lot of these teams, I would take Dylan? Um, I have the, uh, in no particular order, the Browns, the Jags, because I took the Texans, and, um, Trey, Trey, you're, you're doing things to me with the Broncos. And Broncos. I got Bills out of the playoffs. Let's go. I just got greeted in the cold. <laughs> and then Cam, 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 just reiterate yours one more time. Broncos yeah. Nation. Uh, yeah, I got uh, Jags in the five, Bills in the six, Broncos in the seven. That's beauty. Uh, all right. NFC, I have in the five, the boys. Um, they're going to need to win a real game. We haven't talked about it enough, but they're the state of the Dolphins of the NFC. Haven't beaten a real team yet. Have not beat a team with a winning record. So, um, yep. So they, I have them in the five, I guess I got to put the Hawks in the six. Actually, you know what? Based on what Cam said, I'm moving the Packers up to the six. Um, I think they can pick up a couple games here and there. (laughs) They can, I think they've surprised. Jordan Love has similar numbers to to Jalen Hurts. I think he gets them there. 
They're in the sixth. I had the Vikings falling out of the playoffs. I think I think the uh, the magic is over, and I have the Saints in the seven seed. So I'm going boys, pack Saints. That happens. I'm not watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have boys. I have the Seahawks, and I have the Vikings sneaking into the playoffs with the Astros. Sam, you convinced me to take the Seahawks out. Uh-huh. The Seahawks. You convinced me I to take them for out. the Rams, not the Packers. Pack. The Pack are back. Um, <laughs> Dill? Wait, Kim, you're still into the Rams this season? I did not know that. I'm so into the Rams. They're in Nike the NFC right now, which is so they, sad. They suck ass. Dylan? Um, I got the, the boys, the Vikings... Jesus, everybody thinks, huh? Not the Rams. And I'll, and I'll go with Seahawks. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not high on the on the Rams business. I think the Rams. I think the Packers pull them too, but I think the Rams also. The Rams them. have four wins. Two of them are against the Seahawks, <laughs> which is awesome. Packers are, Packers are it. Packers are the team. All right. Well, here we go. I have the Cowboys in the five, the Vikings in the six. And the Rams in the seven. All right. There's your midseason playoff prediction. Uh, I have our other list in front of us. I think they're quite different. Uh, we all had three of us had the Bills. Cam had the Jets. So that's a big difference. Um, Tucker's the only one to take the Ravens. Um, Tucker, oh, yeah. I remember we hated on him for that. Tucker's the only one to take the Vikings to win the, to win the division. And the rest of us took the Lions. Uh, we all had the Jags. Nobody had the Texans. Uh, we all had the Saints. We all had the Chiefs. We all had the Niners. Um, yeah, so things have changed. Um, all right, list guys, do we want to do rank your family members at Thanksgiving? Not by name, just by yeah, vibe. Not, not by name, but yeah. By vibe? By what yeah. the, but the actions are? Yep. Uh, all right, Cam, lead her off. Um, I gotta go with Grandma. I think Grandma's not a one-one. Now I think the cousin could easily slide in at, at one, right? You're, you're the cousins see each other for the first time. You dap them up and play football. I'm going with Grandma. Grandma makes the turkey notoriously. Um, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you always tell her it's the best thing you've ever had. Um, Grandma made the family the reason that you're there. And uh, the matriarch of the, of the family, Graham, has got to be the, the number one family member at Thanksgiving. It's a good pick. Tucker? Or no? Dylan, uh, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Um, you are going before me, though, Tuck, this week. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with the mom. Uh, my case cooks most of the meal. Uh and she's always just kind of like wired up the whole weekend, so it's kind of uh, fun to watch the uh, the fireworks sometimes, um, in in a nice way, I guess, but maybe not really. So I'll put I'll put mom number one. Um, Tucker. 
I'll go with the staple. Uh, it's the drunk uncle. It's a good one. Uh, I think there's a staple of any Thanksgiving. Just having one guy, usually it's your uncle. Maybe it's a dad. You know, it, it depends on where you are. But there's just one parent that gets a little bit too drunk, and it's always a dad. Uh, it's always funny. It's always fun. I mean, you know, as long as it's harmless, it's fun. But, yeah, drunk uncle, number one. All right, I can't believe this fell to me at number four. Um, I'm going male cousin, specifically. Uh, the male cousins get together. We've got, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, no. We've got the football game, obviously, the drinking. You're drinking with your male cousin. You're drinking with everyone, but the male cousins, they're on the same level. You know, they're on the same kind of wavelength as you. They're not, you know, you're not necessarily uh, having two drinks and then going to bed. You're drinking a lot of beers, getting bourbon mixed in, everything, trying everything. You got the gambling aspect. Um, everybody's locking in bets together, figuring out what everybody's got, rooting for each other, rooting against each other. You know, everybody's kind of kind of working the, the money on that. The football aspect. Uh, yeah. So it's just like having some buddies there and I uh, can't beat that. So I'm going male cousin at number one. My number two is going to be the uncle who cooks. Now, if you've got an uncle who's cooking, he's doing something weird. Like, I don't feel like any any uncles are just making your basic turkey. They're deep frying it or they're they're smoking it. They're, they're trying something else. Um, they're they're getting involved in different ways. Um, th- yes, the uncles are usually drunk. So that's why the cooking uh, gets different. So I'm going uncle who cooks at number two. Back to you, Tim. Um, Number two. Tough one. Um, I'm gonna go with. The overly political family member. Uh, I think this is a great part of my Thanksgiving. I make a point to find them and just get them in a fight with the person on the opposite side of the spectrum of it. Uh, a couple of years ago, nice. it was my aunt. I got her into a very heated debate on uh, should we bomb the Muslims um, with my brother. That was a fun one. I just think it's a fun time. Just get some people that really hate each other's opinions, but they have to love each other because they're family. And just get them to debate about politics. It's my favorite thing to do. Dylan? That's very cynical of you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My number two is going to be uh, the sleeping grandfather. There's always one (laughs) grandpa who's... uh, passed out in the rocking chair or just the lazy boy uh, football is on. It could be before dinner, they're asleep. It's a guarantee after dinner, they're asleep. Um, But there's always at least one, maybe even two, uh, just, you know, passed out on the couch. Cameron? I'm going with the baby. The baby. There's always one. The yep, baby. There's always one. Oh my god! <laughs> the baby's first Thanksgiving. There's always one every single time. <laughs> there's um, a lot of kids going around. A lot of kids all over, but there's always the baby. Um, the kids themselves won't be making the list. Hate them, kick them. They get in my way. Uh, they don't deserve to be on the football field. They won't be on my list. The baby. The baby's always a staple. They dress them up in turkey. Turkey gear. Oh, look at the little turkey. Oh, my God. We should just eat him. The jokes are great. Um, so, 
The baby gets passed around as much as the stocking does on things gay. The baby. The baby. Number three. I am going with... Um, I'm going with the old dog. Um, Damn it. The OG dog. The old one. Now, this is the OG. Been there for years. Knows exactly who to go to at the table. He said, yo, let me get some of that cornbread. Call me. All right. You know, you got to go to Uncle Steve. Right? You want some cranberry sauce? You got to go to Asher. There's always that one dog. He's been through years of Thanksgiving. He knows he's getting fed that day. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they just make, make it a family event. They're running around on the football field with you. And, um, yeah, the, the family dog, the old dog. It's a solid pick. Didn't even think of it. Uh, Dell, back yeah, to you. I was, I, I was going to pick that next, just the, the dogs in general. Um, I'm just going to go with uh, your regular old sibling. Um, at least for me, my sister, she don't live near here. Um, and uh, it's nice to get her back, you know, hanging out That's at home because nice. she's gone all the time. Very nice. So just a nice little sentimental one. Very nice. The sibling. Tucker? Um, yeah, my number three is Cam is playing off you. It's a new puppy. Uh, I feel like yeah, every year I, we don't really have the babies. Kind of a combination of baby and old dog. Kind of the middle ground there. But, but yeah, you know, we don't really have babies, but we do have puppies that show up, I think. Like every Thanksgiving, there's a new puppy that's shown up, you know. Puppies first Thanksgiving, it's always a good time. Um, they're always adorable. They don't really know what the hell is going on. They're like, wow, there's so much food. There's so many people. What the hell is this? Uh, the puppy. All right. Number three, four, three, three. I'm going with the drunk aunt. Um, we had the drunk uncle. The drunk aunt is just ent- entertainment. Um, the drunk aunt doesn't get That's drunk. That's dangerous, though. It's, it's drunk, fun. Can ru- drunk uncle is funny. Yeah. Drunk aunt can ruin things. But I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, you get the drunk aunt, things get emotional. They're happy. They're sad. They're angry. They're not going to stop talking. They're going to talk. They're going to say whatever's on their mind. First thing that comes to your mind, I hate her dress. Or he is he's a degenerate gambler. Like, they're just going to talk. They're, they're going to talk shit. They're going to get in fights. They're going to cry. Um, they're going to talk about if they're single We're talking about how like life is, is a mess for them right now. They're just going to talk. They're going to get drunk and they're going to get emotional. So it's entertaining. Um, Tucker's talking about starting fights. If you want to start a fight, get the drunk aunt gone, get the drunk aunt to get in a political conversation and see where that lands you. Drunk aunt. Um, my next one, I'm going to go with the random. I, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people, that was my next so, so the rando, the wild card player, this is a person who shows up uh, with somebody, could be a significant other, could be just a friend. Um, we've had Bala, shout out Bala. Um, but like, I'm going to shout out my favorite rando of all time, it was Hunter. So that's what I was going to say. The rando can either be a great time, <laughs> it's like, who is this dude? Why are they here? No. How's the vibe check? And the other one can be like, why is this dude here? Why is he stealing from the family card game? Um, you know, why is he taking all the food? 
so the rando is a wild card. Adds a little bit of spice to Thanksgiving. Mix it up. Get a rando in your Thanksgiving if you haven't experienced it. It's just like a guy coming off the street. Who is this dude? Why is he here? Is he cool? Is he not? I hate him. I love him. Rando. Back to you, Tuck. Uh, I'm going to go with... Dude, this is tough. Um, I got like three more ready to go. I don't have anything. Uh, I'm going to go with the new significant up. No. This is the one that, like, you I know, they it. don't really know what they're getting into. They've met some of your family members here and there, but they haven't ever met a lot of your family all at once in a setting like this. And they're like, what the hell is this? It's just, it's, it's fun. They don't really know what they're getting themselves into. Uh, you know, you might give them a little bit of warning, but there's only so much you can tell. Uh, highly good one. Dill? Um, I'm going to go with the, uh, I mean, these are all, we're kind of running into the same type of people. Like Tux was kind of a little bit like Trey's one before, but I'm going to go with the random uh, family friend. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. No, you just, you just said rando guy up the street. But you didn't listen to my whole thing because you're playing NHL. No, you because you said eight different things. That's the same. It's just the random. Like you could say, family Rando's friend. Random. Family family friend is different than random. Well, I just meant family friend. Okay, then don't say random. The fact that they're family friend is random. Do you know them? Yeah, so you know this yeah, person. Okay, of course, so they're a family friend. You that's know not this a random. Person. No, no, Trey's talking to a guy that like. It's like, why is this person here? One person knows. Yeah, okay, then okay. And it's like, all right, why? Well, Family friends is a perfectly good one. It's just not random. Well, it can be. Anyway, so the family friend who you may see every once in a while, maybe they live out of state, um, you know, somebody that you might enjoy seeing but don't, like, you know, regularly see them at all, um, not related, uh, but tend to show up at, at some big events here and there. Um, it might just be to drop something off for your family on for Thanksgiving dinner. Like maybe they pick something up every year for you or uh, um, are just there to uh, actually stay and eat. Just either way, um, just someone you don't see too often. I feel like all of Would ours like to hang out with. All of ours are Ukrainians. <laughs> like we have, yeah. a, we have a group of Ukrainian family friends that are at every Thanksgiving. <laughs> Good guys. You never see them any other time. It's the only the time I see them. At Thanksgiving. Yeah. Paul and Kostya. Every time. <laughs> um, Cameron, send it off. End your list. Uh, I'm going to just give Pops a shout out. Your dad. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Um, yeah, that was my honorable mention. Yeah, I mean, no offense. I'm just, it's a sympathy, it's a sympathy pick at that right now. Um, love dads, but, uh, when it comes to Thanksgiving, it's, it's a mom, it's a mom cooks or grandma cooks in the house. When you're a dad, uh, stay out of the way. Dad yelling at the football dad is, is what I'm going, going with. Yelling at the TV guy. So whether it's your dad, whether it's the guy who's yelling at the TV straight about football. No, we haven't had this one in a while. The Giants are usually playing Thanksgiving. Um, but 
Ohio State, Michigan does. So I, have, I definitely agree with my dad's fair share of screens. And so I'm going with football dad. Number five, going with Gene. The Gene. Gene. Gene and the machine. Now, this is a category in and of itself, if you know what I mean. Um, if you have a gene or anyone like a gene at your holiday, it's awesome. <laughs> they love Thanksgiving. Gene getting a horse. What is Gene going for first on the on the buffet? Um, usually she gets a plate made for her. We got a limiter, and then she'll she'll do a second plate of dessert, and then we'll do a take home if she can have plate leftovers uh, the next day. But but that that plate that we're giving her, it's a three three to four pounder, right? So they got the turkey, you got the stuffing, you got the mashed potatoes, you got the corn, you got the great the, the uh, mac and cheese, cranberry sauce, and the gravy on all of it. You can put it in a blender and serve it to her in a cup, and she would love it. So uh, there's the gene. I don't know if you guys have your own. Uh, we don't. We don't have genes. Who can take yourself down? There's really and, only one gene. <laughs> and right, but of the, you know the same variety, uh, come from the same cloth type of type of human being. I think um, Dylan wasn't shocked the first time he met Gene. Most are. He's <laughs> like, why is this person <laughs> here? I was like, who is this? <laughs> that was my grandma. <laughs> Um, I didn't yeah. know what I. Where's Gene? Where's Gene from again, Cam? He was born in Long Island. Long Island. Uh, Fort Jefferson, way on Long Island. Yeah. She made her first team, and she has a New York accent. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I forgot. Um, yeah. Ask her next time you see her. God, I hope you see her. <laughs> I haven't seen Gene in years. Okay, um, uh, Dylan. Um, I should. I already thought. I thought I got hit five already. Uh. Number five, I'll go with um. Now Cam took football screaming dad, so you could take another variant of the dad, different skin, get in the way dad. You were saying get out of the way. You could have to get in the way dad. Um. All the good ones are taken. Uh, let's let's go with the. Uh, I've got four ready to go. I've got honorable mentions ready. See, my the thing is, is my Thanksgiving consists of typically me, my mom, my dad, Linnea, and my grandmother. That's that's it. Um, the host. That, that, that's on that, my honorable mention list. Yeah, so I was actually thinking that um, earlier, and I forgot. So yes, I will go host. Um, uh, Trey and Tucker are grateful, uh, to let me come over for some festivities. I heard you coming tomorrow um, night. Even, yeah, even wing night tomorrow night. Uh, Lene is cooking a wing. Um, and wow, everybody. I didn't know she was cooking. Lene and everybody Kate are on the team. Everybody who, uh, hosts anything at Thanksgiving is, I mean, you're taking on a burden, whether it's Wednesday night or Thursday. Um, but because it's Thanksgiving, I think hosts typically are a little more lenient with the shenanigans that's going on. Um, and maybe they're a little more, uh, just, you know, I know our host is Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, uh, it, they're always very nice. So our host lets us get away with it. So all the hosts out there. Cheers. Tucker. 
my last one is the degenerate gambler. The person that put like a little bit too much money on the game, like is a little bit too invested. Skipping that. dinner to I watch the game. Yeah, it's just like when the person's really sweating out their bet, they're like, dude, I really need this bet to hit. That's always fun. Like, just sweat it out with that guy. Like, I'll put, I'll have like $10 on the game. And I'll be like, no, no, my rent's on this game. And it's just fun. It's just way more fun when someone's got a lot on the line. And it's even more fun when that person isn't me. Um. All right, my number five, I went back and forth on a couple. I'm going to stick with this one. Cam mentioned it wouldn't be on his list. I'm going with kids, the kids. I'm not – now, we don't have kids at our Thanksgiving anymore, but I'm going for my experience as a child at Thanksgiving. The kids' table, electric, just getting into shenanigans at the kids' table. You know, don't have to worry about the boring conversation the adults are having. We're talking about toys. We're talking about video games, talking about show, TV shows. We're, we're getting into it at the kids' table. We're eating quick and getting back up and doing things. They're on the football field. They're getting in the way, but you can stiff arm them into the dirt and hurt them. And it's fun. It makes you feel like Derrick Henry. You run down the sidelines, you stiff arm the, the kid, and he's he's finished. Um, you lock up the kid and you give him the straps afterward and tell him he's never going to make the league in his life, no matter what his dreams are. Um, after dinner, get running around, playing some games with your cousins. Um, I love having the kids around. Looking forward to having the kids in the future around again. Uh, but when I was a kid, Thanksgiving was electric. It was the makings of it becoming my favorite holiday. So I'm going with the kids. My honorable mention is the last person there. The last person there. This is a this is this one didn't make my list because for us we're at a neutral site. We're not at a house. So there's a lot of cleanup that has to get done. I was the last person there last year, Tucker and I both, because we had we watched the, the Patriots game late into the night. So we had to clean up the bar. But even if you're at the house and you're the last family member there, gotta help with the cleanup. Gotta make sure everything's hunky dory before you head out. Honorable mention, last person there. I did just think of an honorable mention as well. What a rip. Um, the last person to show up to dinner. They're always greeted with a with a big Oh, oh look who showed up. Every, everybody's <laughs> always asking when's when's Uncle Steve gonna get there? Um you know, type of thing. Really hungry, um, waiting to eat. They're the usually cold. Yeah, yeah the, the food's cold, but they come in, they're happy to be there. Maybe kind of they bring a bottle of wine because they know they're late. Um, just the last, the last person there is always a fun part of the evening. Be on time. I got an uh, honorable mention. Um, the the single aunt. Now, I don't have one personally, but there's there's one in every family, I feel like. They're wild. Aunt, I guess. Um but also, like, lives vicariously through you, asks about your relationship, how everything's going, how's school, what are you going to do with work, uh, the questioning are, it's always not, the uncles don't care, they could not care less about your life, about what you're doing, and if you're related to them or not. Uh, but the aunts, too, dig too deep into it, what are you going to do when you get married, blah, 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 blah. Um, that didn't make my list for obvious reasons, I don't like that. But they're always there. I'm going to confront my biggest hater at Thanksgiving, John McNinch. I'm going to ask him what, what he disagrees with, with me, and we're going to have it out. So. <laughs> oh, that's only totally good. Make it Wednesday night. <laughs> we can have it there, too. We'll have it out all week. John might not be at the wing-off, unfortunately. Sad. He actually he will not be at the wing-off. He's making a wing, though, yeah? 
Me and him made their way together, yeah. We just finished it up today. Oh, those are going to suck. My dad has uh, co-opted me. My dad has co-opted me no, in to help him make the No, we finished up the sauce tonight. We're Right now, they're basking, and then they're going to be smoked tomorrow for three hours. Don't you worry. We know what we're doing. My dad's, he knows what he's doing. And I'm mean, also yeah, I was about to say, your dad's <laughs> My dad's helping, making me help, and he's like, I want to do a garlic roast. I'm like, what the hell, Dad? Like, I don't want to do that. I want to do a buffalo wing because those are the ones that are good. I don't want to do all this this crap that no, is – You got to all- do the crap. You gotta I hate do the, the crap. crap. No, it's Stop a, being a hater. like Uncle Ken said. It's turned into this hanky panky thing where we're, we're making not we're not making. No, the hanky panky wasn't about the wings. It was about people stealing votes. Oh yeah, well that's lot bound to happen. We have a group of just terrible people that we are friendly with that cheat in every everything they do. Just cheat. Anything. Um. All right, that's wasted takes episode two hundred one. The toilet bowl. Coming up next week, we'll have a full breakdown. We'll have some very sad. No, we won't. We'll have happy members of the pod. And, and me and Trey are gonna have a breakdown of our football game. Yep, uh, Tucker does not want the work. That's all I know. I Which time is that at? Should I come? You're invited. I think it's eight a.m. You're absolutely invited. I think eight. I didn't think it was eight. I think Maybe it nine. might be nine. Maybe nine. I because I'm going to work it's gonna be cold. and then I'm going to go. We've played it's in snow. We've though. played in snow. It's never that cold. I've played hungover. I've puked directly Where after the game. Are you guys playing this time? Seuss, I imagine. Seuss has? Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have breakdowns on all that stuff. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thankful for you guys. Thankful for the listeners. Thankful for the pod. Thankful for a Patriots loss this week. Um, no, no. <laughs> thanks for are getting wasted with us. During the game, are you going to be rooting for a loss? Nope, absolutely not. Patriots by 30. Um, All right. Thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next week. So long.